Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, this is going to be one of two parts. We're going to be talking about how to gain social media followers. Yes, I'm going to break it all down for you in very simple and easy to understand terms. You're going to get all of this coming to you after this short break. Hey, it's me and we're back. Now, before we get into this, I just have a confession. This podcast is called the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast for a very good reason. And it's because odds are you're also introverted as well. And as much as we would love to not have such a big emphasis on social media, the real reality of it is this is our best and the quickest and fastest way of us of growing a interested and devoted and fanatic um, brand and having a lot of people just interested in us and also our products and services and there's no other faster and quicker way is through social media. That being said, <laughs> there is a lot of lessons to learn, and I have to admit with you that some of it was easy, some of it wasn't easy, but I'm hoping that you'll learn through my lessons learned. I'm going to break this up into two podcasts because I really want to dig deep into all of my steps. I've got 10 steps, but we're going to just focus on first five in this episode and make sure that you are subscribed wherever you're listening so you can be able to get this content when the next episode drops. So without further ado, let me break down all the steps and then we'll just dive straight into this. So here are my steps, okay? Number one, pick a niche and stick with it. Number two, get edgy and push boundaries. Number three, listen to your audience. Number four, don't be a slave to your audience. Number five, get a content scheduler tool and plan your posts accordingly. Number six, stay relevant. Number seven, be a source of hope, information, and inspiration. Number eight, make your own path. Number nine, redirect your audience back to your value proposition And number 10, be flexible with your expectations, but not your rules. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about steps one through five. So let's do a recap. Number one is pick a niche and stick with it. I don't know about you, but one of the things that I like to do is I love to experiment. I love to kind of just see what kind of things I'm interested in and what things that kind of jive my interest, but On social media, it doesn't work that way. On social media, people, especially as your audience starts to grow, people are coming to expect certain things from you and your your brand. So my advice is that, yes, I know that you have like a a certain product, right? And a certain um, or certain service that you want to sell, but you have to be really specific on who you want to cater to. And so let's explain what that means. And I'll, um, I'll think about a, uh, a clothing store because that's just the, basic, the most basic way to explain this. So let's say we are selling um, women's makeup, right? 
But even within women's makeup, women's cosmetics, they are niches. Now, there are more cosmetics that are more kind of bio, biogradable, eco-friendly. There's stuff in that is more fast fashion, stuff that's kind of trendy, but not necessarily like um, durable or environmental friendly. And then there's, you know, stuff that are kind of timeless and true, but more emphasis on skincare. So they're all, I'm mentioning an example of, they're all within the family of cosmetics, right? But you have to ask yourself, who do I really want to serve? Who is most interested in what I have to offer of like all the different types? Like who do I really want to focus on and what matters most to them? And you really want to stay very consistent on that. So, for example, if your your whole vibe, your niche is family, not family. I'm starting to think about something else, so forgive me. If your if your niche is like you know eco friendly, right, and you're not going to be talking about how you know all the stuff was not eco friendly or not you know geared towards Mother Nature. For example, you're going to be very on tune and on point with your messaging for your specific genre, who you want to focus on. So I just gave the whole makeup thing as an example, but you, you get what I'm trying to say. You need to figure out what makes sense most for your audience, your ideal audience, and you will not deviate. I would say maybe like 90% of it is always focused on your audience. I mean, every once in a while, if you want to be a little cute and talk about something that's maybe towards a cause or environmental cause or something that's related but not exactly on point with your main messaging, that's fine. But the vast majority of the time is always sticking with your niche. Number two, uh, get edgy and push boundaries. One of the things that... um, and I'm guilty of myself of this too, is that I always wanted to stay in the safe zone. I always wanted to, you know, not really offend anyone or irritate anyone or wanting to kind of just play it safe and only appeal to who I think would be most appealing to my 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 services, like who I am as a business coach. And I realized that in order to grow my business, in order to grow my brand, I needed to be afra- be comfortable and not afraid and, and be okay with talking about topics that a lot of people don't want to talk about. Like, for example, one of the things that just irks the heck out of me to no end are people lying and perpetrating themselves to be someone they're not. I, I'll never forget, I was just looking at, um, and this was on um, a social media channel, I'm just not going to get too specific because <laughs> I'm afraid if somebody's listening to this, they may go, hey, are you talking about me? I'm like, no, no. A lot of people do this on many, many platforms. Anyway, here's the example. So one of the things that I, I see a lot on, on, on social media channels, and these are ads, and they say, how I grew my followers, my first thousand, my first 10,000 using um, little to no effort or little to no money and and, and or how I had little followers myself. And then when you click on their page and you're curious, you could tell that they're advertising or you could tell like they, they've been using some type of bot or tool to like jerry-rig it so that they would have more followers than they had. And that, I mean, in my mind, that's just flat out deception. 
It's this flat out deception, you know, and I know that a lot of people, they're not really paying attention or monitoring or kind of adding things up and thinking about like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like is what he or she, he was he or she, or she, I'm having a hard time today. Is he or she saying what is legit is like, are they not lying to me? And, you know, I'm just going to be real flat out and tell you that don't do that because people will figure it out. So one of the things I always talk about is stuff like that where I'm getting a little uncomfortable with people. I'm talking about things that um, may make someone feel uncomfortable. That's getting edgy. I'm pushing boundaries right there because it may rattle some cages. And for a lot of times, people need their cages rattled. People need to be hearing something that's the truth. Because honestly, we live in a day and an age where nobody, for whatever reason, wants to hear the God honest truth. Because I guess the reality is painful and it's uncomfortable and it makes people feel upset or edgy or nervous. So a lot of people want to just stick with their safe zone and not say anything that will be kind of too too earth shattering, too uncomfortable. But And look, hand to God, I'm telling you the truth. If you want to grow your business, if you want to grow your brand, you're going to have to push boundaries, not just with your audience, but also yourself. I'll talk about that more in a different um, episode. So we've got um, a couple more steps left, but before we go there, I just want to encourage you wherever you're listening, go ahead, please subscribe. Um, And then more importantly, I want to thank everyone who has given me a review. And if you haven't done so already, please go ahead and do that. Please share this um, these, this podcast to anyone you think who would might benefit from this. As a community, I can't grow without you. So that being said, let's get back into the podcast. Number three, listen to your audience. Listening to your audience is a hard thing to do hard, hard thing to do, especially if you're like me and you've got 5,000 ideas in your mind and you don't want to deviate from any one of those plans. But listen, a brand cannot grow without its audience. And when I say listen to your audience, um, there's a variety of ways that you can do that. One way is literally, you know, I, I've seen, I myself have done it and I've seen other people do it where you ask questions. You do like ask me now or, hey, what's on your mind? Tell me any of your burning questions. I'm, I'm here. Ask me anything for 15 minutes about whatever you want. Or here's another one um, where you literally um, ask um, uh, um, survey questions about different issues that are kind of hot topic and say, hey, like, I know this and this issue is really buzzing. Like, for example, um, as I'm recording this, we're getting ready for the holiday season and some people may have no clue of what to do for Christmas and for Thanksgiving in terms of how they want to advertise. So those are one of many ways where you can literally just ask your followers, like, what interests you? What, what matters most to you? And that being said, number four, don't be a slave to your audience. Now, as much as I say you want to listen to your audience and you want to understand your audience, you also do not want to be a master to your audience. And 
you shouldn't do this for a lot of reasons. First and foremost, that, and I've seen this done, I've seen this happen with a lot of people where they've gotten so accustomed to getting that positive feedback from their audience, meaning that, you know, they only want to post things that would get a high number of likes or followers or comments, but they don't want to rock the boat and they don't want to say anything that might offend. And then if you're operating from the mindset of like, okay, I don't really want to offend anybody. I don't want to irritate anyone. I just want to just play it safe, play it cool, not, not make anyone feel uncomfortable. You're not going to grow as a business person. Because as a business person, you always go for your controversies, not through your complacency, okay? I'll repeat that again. You always grow through your controversies, not your complacency. So it's okay if you may say something and you know for darn well, it's going to irritate somebody. Go ahead and post it. Go ahead and say it. Look, I don't believe for a second that you are doing yourself or anybody else any good, especially your customer, especially your prospective customer, if you just want to play it safe and not say or do anything. And so I tell all my clients all the time, go on Instagram, go on Facebook Live, go on um, all Periscope for those who use Twitter, like go on there and just start talking your happy heart out about what really matters. And some pop, some episodes or some recordings are going to go great. You're going to get a lot of shares and likes and follows. Some you may not, it may just be crickets. Some may not even care or be interested in what you have to say. But the point is you never get better as a content creator. You never get better as a as a business person, by just living in fear. And my last step that I want to share with you today is stay, um, um, not stay, sorry, get a content schedule or tool. Number five, get to content schedule tool. I jumped ahead of me. I was going to say stay relevant. We're going to talk about that in our next episode. But stay relevant, meaning that I want you, um, don't talk about things that are like five days old or five years old. Talk about what people need in the here and now. How often do I see people, they're posting about stuff that no, ain't nobody listening to or any, no one's really paying attention to. That go, that's kind of connected with I, the, mention, the step that I mentioned earlier about listening to your audience. You always want to make sure that when you're posting content, it's based on what people are wanting and searching and needing. And if you don't know what people are wanting and searching and needing, that's why I mentioned literally ask them directly. Um, You can literally go on Google Trends or look at what other people who are within your circle are posting or commenting or creating. But the point is, in order for you to be a standout brand, when you're staying relevant, Part of it is also maybe thinking about it, things in a different angle than what other people were talking about. Like, for example, I have seen a million and one um, posts online about how to start your podcast. But you know what I don't see a lot? I don't see a lot of mistakes that I made when I was growing my podcast. Or I don't see a lot of information of um, how I scaled my podcast, how I grew my content, my podcast, um, when I felt in doubt or in fear. Like talk about things that 
from a different angle than from what everybody else is saying. Because honestly, I think all of us are, yes, like we're always looking to give good information, but we also want to make sure that we're talking about things that people want to hear about. So let's recap. I've got five steps. We're going to go through the last five in a future podcast, but here they are in, um, in each order is pick a niche and stick with it. Number two, get edgy and push boundaries. Number three, listen to your audience. Number four, don't be a slave to your audience. And last one is um, stay relevant. Stay relevant is just so important. So that said, thank you so much for listening. I'm hoping that, you know, all of these steps were so important for you. Um, We're going to go over um, a quick recap in the next episode, but these are just certain things that just go through my mind. So again, um, if you have any questions or concerns, reach me at hello at denisegelee.com or go ahead and uh, send me a message directly at hello at denisegelee.com. I'd love to talk to you. If you've got any other questions or concerns, go ahead and shoot me those messages. Well, until then, thank you again so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.